Remember now, your destiny will always benefit others, glorify God, and impact his kingdom. If it's not doing that, it's not a destiny, it's a job or it's something else. Now you may be crying today, but don't think that's how it's going to be when you wake up tomorrow. Not when God has jumped into the situation. Because your shepherd knows how in the midst of a bad situation to take care of his own. And somebody here can testify how when things didn't look good, God showed up and made a way out of no way even when you were in an adversarial situation. Somebody ought to be ready to talk to God. Somebody ought to be ready to find out what God has to say and throw it back up in his face. Because a lot of the stuff you're asking for has already been pre-approved. It's just that in the spiritual realm, there is the attempt to block it. But if you will persevere and specifically throw it back in God's face, he'll send the help needed to break it through so that you see it revealed in the physical realm. God can wipe tears away. He can turn pain into pleasure. He can turn sadness into joy. You got a train to catch because you got a destiny to reach. And you're not going to waste any more time not living out your destiny. When the enemy comes in like a flood, the scripture says he will raise up a standard against them. When God sees that you're falling and you're not going to make it, he swoops down out of nowhere and catches you by his grace and lifts you out of that situation. It's called divine intervention. What he's trying to say is that the Lord is your shepherd. He got you. And you are covered. You're listening to The Rick and Bubba Show. Eight minutes until top of the hour. Brand new day is here. Thank you so much for tuning in to the kickoff hour. We're rolling. Diesel Dixon is on the phones at 866-WE-BE-BIG. Troy's finest. There he is, ready to go. He's screening you up. We've got show prep pull for the boys. Uh, we keep stacking that up, and there's a lot to get to today. Adler's got YouTube uh, live in HD. All the links at rickandbubba.com. Make sure that you uh, check that out today. Subscribe. We got the uh, other two boys that are going to help us get through the kickoff hour. They are ready to go. We got an exciting show today. Rick and Bubba join us in one hour from now. Uh, We'll catch up with Dan Moultrie. Hadn't talked to Great Outdoors with him in quite some time. Uh, He'll be in studio today uh, with guests. uh, And so we are excited to see him and give away some cool Moultrie prizes in his uh, trivia question that has become quite the entertainment, uh, (laughs) to say the least, every time he's here. You never know uh, what uh, he will pick. All right, so let's bring him in. Over to my left is Mr. Greg Burgess. Right in front of me, Michael Helms. What's up, guys? How are y'all? Good. Good, good. Fired up. Uh, You know, Greg and I were talking uh, prior to the show. I'm a little mad at myself. He's kind of mad. Eventually, he had to go to bed. I had to go to bed. But Major League Baseball's home run derby did not disappoint last night. I got to tell you, that was extremely entertaining. I have not seen anything like it. Uh, I never thought we would be able to see anything like what we saw to Josh Hamilton. 
back uh, in 2012. Yeah, right. right. <clears throat> Never thought we'd see anything like that. Mm-mm. And I got to tell you, if you didn't watch it last night, it was double the fun of that night. Yeah. Oh, it, was, it really was. It, it, you're, if you're not triple the fun. I, I mean, to go to, I, I, could, I didn't get to see the final, but when the <clears> semifinal. What uh, Jock Peterson, Peterson and, and. I watched all of that. And then I said, gracious. I got to go, go to bed. Yeah. But that was awesome. Uh, Vladimir Guerrero Jr., uh, he and, as you just said, Jock Peterson went in the semifinal round representing the American League. They, um, they put on quite a show. And uh, then you got Pete Alonzo and Acuna. They're over there on the National League side. They've got to do their semifinal deal. But they're just sitting there waiting because it seemed as though uh, the other two could never get, get a winner. They just kept going and going and going. Uh, and um, it, it was really something to see. But even Terry was sitting there going, wow, this is pretty cool. They were tied uh, after their four-minute round. Well, first of all, Guerrero Jr., he hits 29, and you thought, well, that's untouchable. Yeah. And then all of a sudden, here comes Jock, and he and he hits 29. Yeah. And then you're like, okay, this is kind of cool. And and uh, that was and with I their four-minute round. No, and then again, with the 60 se- <laughs> their second session, which is a 60-second round, they tie. Yeah. And then they go to a swing-off, uh, not once, but twice, where they each get three swings. Yeah. And, um, and, and anyway, Finally, Alonzo pulled it out. Um, yeah, like we said, guys, Peterson I, blew it on. Well, I say blew well, it. Well, Alonzo Yelman actually on the first yeah. three swing when, yeah. when he, when Greer hit one <clears> and he, all he had to hit was two. Yeah. He Cause he hits the, he hits the first one and yeah. he even smiled like I got this. I time and, and then that third one, he hit foul yeah. and it, 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 it forced the second swing off and then, uh, they were hitting balls. Were Vlad- Vladimir Jr. ends up winning that to represent the American League side, and then Alonzo outlasts Acuna 21-20 in their semifinal round. And then by the time Vladimir Jr. got to the final round, he was slap worn out, oh, but it yeah. still took well, uh, Alonzo to the last second to beat him. Did it? See, I, I, I had to go. There I were two things. There were two things I noticed. They put the rules up before it started, and it mm-hmm. said um, you cannot – Throw the next pitch until the ball lands. Right, and that's been a rule. But it they yeah. don't do that, no. and, right. you, and you can't because Guerrero Junior hits it so high mm-hmm. they'd be waiting for fifteen seconds before the next pitch. Yeah, I could tell in the first couple of rounds, like early on, everybody was kind of minding the rules. But when it got late, especially if they knew the ball was gone, yeah. they would just throw. Especially uh, who was it? I forget who it was. It might it might have been Pete Alonzo. His guy was. Firing them in there. I mean, it was like Josh Bell's was too. Yeah, yeah. Josh Bell, and he had his guy closer yeah. than everybody else. Yeah, so he was just rapid fire. Yeah, but evidently they do not. They do not look at that umpire that's sitting back there going like this or this. Yeah, they don't. <laughs> they like, don't care. They're just rapid fire. The other thing I realized last night is, so I'm so old now. I mean, we talk about it again. A that a we watched a guy in my 30s, probably in your mm. 40s win it in 2007 and now his son is out mm-hmm. there i know isn't yeah crazy? yeah so uh, that, we've feel. got to that point where we talk about i know people that we watched and excel their kids play yeah, yeah. guerrero jr's uh, dad a hall of famer by the way as you just mentioned won it in 2007 how about this he, uh, junior hit 91 home runs in all the rounds collected all right that's 70 more than his dad's entire total 12 years ago wow he hit 91 home runs and still didn't win because that's because of of 
that semifinals. I mean, he, he, just he kept, ran out of gas. I mean, I mean good mean, night. And I thought after the first round when he got 29, I thought, well, he's done. Yeah. Like, yeah. no way he can do this again. Yeah. And he even said in his interview, and, you you know, that he, he had to have a translator, but he said, sure. oh, I'm going for 29 again, or I'm going for 30. Yeah. 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 And Man, thought, the power. I laughed. I thought, right. whatever. And then all of a sudden did it again. I was yeah. like, what in the world? But the Mets don't have they don't have much to be proud of this year. But Pete Alonso at least represented them. And, and how and about won. he's making the league minimum? Yeah, uh, and so is Guerrero Jr. Yeah. They both are. He's already hit thirty homers. Yeah. yeah. Now, now um, the guy that won it is is having a tear of a year. Yeah. I don't think Guerrero Jr. is playing all that well. I, I, many people yeah. don't even think he should have been there and mm-hmm. been in the home run derby. But that being said, I tell you what, he was. He was the most entertaining thing I saw all night. Yeah. It's something else. And I'm going to tell you something else. A close second was Acuna Jr., Acuna Jr., mm-hmm. hitting all these to right field. Oh, yeah. What his, in the world? They they, uh, they put up his spray chart, yeah. and it, it looked like a sprinkler going off just, just I mean, all <laughs> over the yard. That, it, what he did in that first round when he hit 8-10 yeah. to 10 from right field to right center was crazy. It really was. It showed how talented he is. But uh, to your point, so you had the two in the finals, both making the league minimum of $555,000. Uh, Alonzo gets the $1 million, But before we feel sorry for Guerrero, uh, he did equal his season salary. He got uh, – well, actually, he makes 468000 He did get 500000 for finishing second, plus 100000 bonus for hitting the longest home run. Hey, when they were showing, like, they would hit it, and it would be like 460-something <laughs> oh, yeah. feet – Wood bat, you know, just being tossed in there. Of course, from the sound, the yeah. juice balls back. I know somebody. We're all mad what, about one it. of the guys asked. I mean, one of the guy. It might have been uh, Alonzo in a <clears throat> in an interview with the guys during one of the rounds. Mm-hmm. They asked him what he felt. He said, "I feel really good about tonight." He said, "Of course, I really think the balls will be juiced tonight." And and and, uh-huh. and with, he said with. He said, "With the way the bats are and the, and the balls <clears throat> are, I figured they'll be juiced tonight." When he said that, I thought. Major League Baseball probably don't want you talking yeah, about no. that openly. Let's not say juice. And uh, but he used the word "juiced balls" or the phrase "juiced balls" mm-hmm. because he was talking about we're going to see something special tonight out of everybody. And I thought, is that is that well, something you're supposed to be saying right. out loud? Like, hey, you're on air, <laughs> buddy. <laughs> Home runs. Are hey, up. you're live. <laughs> Home runs are up in the league, and the yes. pitchers are Verlander. He's come out and said, yeah. hey, these balls, he's just a joke. And who owns Rawlings? Uh, the MLB. That's what he said. Ever since they bought them, they make the balls, he said. And this new commissioner came in and said, we need more offense. Look what's happening. Yeah. Oh, he's mad. Over the last three years, it's been ridiculous. Yeah. Yeah, yeah it really Fun has. Fun to watch, though. But I tell you what, last night Get was over. quite a show. Yeah. Exactly. Uh, yeah. Uh, over 36,000 showed up there in Cleveland, and they got uh, – they got their money's worth. Did yeah, y'all see the night. opening? So evidently, there's a the, it's thirty <clears throat> years to around the date where the movie Major League came out, and so they did a promo last night, right? But the intro <clears throat> for the Home Run Derby um, was a video with Bob Uecker mm-hmm. um, calling everything as a Cleveland guy mm. and doing different things. As far as it was very very good because cool. you had that voice. They mentioned the Major League thirty year anniversary. You want to feel old? How about that? I, remember I know. When that movie yeah. came out. Good night. Thirty years. Thirty years. Golly, I didn't realize that. Mm. We're getting up there, guys. Yeah. Well, we'll take a break. We'll come back. Uh, so I missed the final round of the finals because I just had I had I, to go. I, to bed. I had to go after yeah. the. Yeah, but I saw everything up to that. Rick and Bubba. Rick and Bubba.
You're listening to The Rick and Bubba Show. 23 minutes past the hour. Thank you so much for tuning in to The Rick and Bubba Show's kickoff hour. Rick and Bubba will be with us after top of the hour. We're kind of holding the fort down, getting things ready for the guys. That's why it's called the kickoff hour. Kicking things off for them. Dan Moultrie will join us in one hour from now. We'll talk the great outdoors. Catch up with old Dan. He'll have a great prize pack, as always, so be standing by for that. If you've missed us uh, here, first segment, we've talked about um, – Major League Baseball's home run derby. It did not disappoint, uh, and we had a couple of rookies facing off in the final round. I think the average age last night was 25 in the home run derby. A lot of youth. Uh, I would go as far to derby. say the best home run derby I've seen that I can remember yeah. in a very, very long time. Yeah, I know because I'm sitting here and I'm like, okay, I want to be careful to say – but it just it, it was different because they just kept going. I mean, I think and it wasn't the, just one guy. No, it, no, everybody was, was putting on a show. Right? I, yeah, it was really something. I'd special. I'd never seen anything like it. I yeah. really hadn't. I, maybe, maybe you can help me and say, "Hey, Hems, you're wrong. It was this date that right. this happened." Yeah, yeah. And I'll concede to that. <laughs> but I'm telling you, I for those that missed it, I hate you did. Yeah, yeah. It was it was it was pretty cool, uh, and. Uh, it was it was a pretty cool post interview too with Alonzo who ended up winning it. Um, you know when you get the league minimum, I mean five hundred fifty five thousand. Uh, you know I know that sounds like a lot well, to us, but we, when it comes to major league baseball salaries, that's the league minimum for rookies. Uh, and then he doubles that, and then he says he'll give ten percent of his prize money to charity, five to the Wounded Warriors Project, and then the other five to the uh, Tunnel to Towers Foundation for nine eleven victims. Um and their families and those affected uh by nine eleven in the towers. It, it's uh it's really kind of cool to see that. But it was a lot of it was a uh, a lot of fun, lot lot of entertainment there in the old home run derby last night. So we talked about that. This one here is I, I don't know if if you had if you could say okay I want to show you one video to show you the state of this country and how sad it is on 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 the path that we're going. I might pick this one uh, uh out of Disneyland where apparently a brawl in Mickey's Toontown broke oh, yeah, out Saturday with families and kids watching the whole thing. Oh, a that, guy ended up hitting a woman, squared off with another guy. Listen, there's kids. And in, it got it, uglier from there. There's kids in strollers yeah. that are in the middle. of The fight is going on around them. I mean, they're, they're pulling the strollers. It almost kids, looks like. I mean, like, it's the craziest almost, thing I've ever seen. And I don't know if this is correct or not. And I came across this last night. It's almost like this big family. Let's picture. I mean, I'm talking like cousins and relatives, and all. You just decide you're going to Disneyland together, mm-hmm. and you get there, and you're having a couple. You're having a good time. You have a couple days that are, mm-hmm. and then evidently on the second or third day, everything just goes bad. Boy, I'm telling and those you family members you thought you could go on vacation with, it's just not happening. And they get in the awfulest. I mean, there's hair pulling. There's oh, there's oh, it's brutal. There's hey, punching of yeah. women. There's throwing oh, down yeah. of mamas. Yeah. Um, and and, 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 how big girl and listen, it's a four-minute video, and I don't know how long it takes for security to arrive at a, at a place <laughs> at Disneyland, but well, they, they need to work on that. Yeah. yeah, their response time, I never saw anybody, an official <laughs> Disneyland security. I'm watching it right now. I mean, this, this is when it starts oh off with two guys. Yeah. 
And then all of a sudden, the woman gets in, and now he punches her. Man, we got, and we got somebody boy. in a motorized that's wheelchair. A kid, yeah, well, that's yeah, a, there's a woman in a she gets oh up. My gosh. Yeah, Big Mama Womp Womp got up. Please look at the little boy Please, walking I, around. I want you to get your look at old Biggin right there in the pink panties above her, her jeans. And she's, yeah, she's yeah, large. Well, it is. It is. And, uh, it, it is. It, yeah, well, y'all look, 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 look. Kicking. What in the world And nobody is going intervening. On? Nobody. There's Finally, no security. Finally, when he starts hitting one of the women, of course, there's one woman that fell. We think she faked it. I don't think anybody hit her. That's so mom. People tried to get in there and break it up. But yeah, it was, it was nobody. The only guy I see officially from Disney World is the guy with the the broom and the scooper. Yeah, he's standing there and he ain't doing nothing. Yeah, he's just talking. See, so now he starts hitting this woman. Here, people jump in. Now, there's we call this guy Coach because he looks like he's with a travel team. Mm-hmm. He jumps in there and grabs him, but mm-hmm. well, hey, my favorite thing too is that is that mama after it's ground. after it's over, some of the family just grabs the strollers like they're just going to keep on strolling along, know. you know, and then it leaves don't the other when it before started, it's the over. Lady on the cart ran up in the middle of it. Yeah, I mean, don't <laughs> before it's over, let me just reiterate: two guys look. sucker punched a woman look, two look, different look times. Look at big two different times. Yeah, he just yeah. threw big and on look the ground. Look at big and laying there. Now, oh, yeah. The whole time, see the see the one closest to us with the long hair. It's almost reddish brown. Yeah, and that, the whole time I'm thinking her and pink shirt that's hitting everybody is together. Right. Look, is that are those it, travel ball coaches that came to the they rescue? Are. By the way? They are. <laughs> they look like a travel first, ball. I thought it was you with a tilly hat. <laughs> but the the two I thought were together. They're about to get into it. Yeah. Yeah. Boom. See? Oh my gosh. I thought that. I'm what like, is wrong? I thought they were together. Now, and now on, travel coaches in there trying to yeah, break it up. Yeah. Has anyone seen anybody from Disney yet? <laughs> no. It looks like <laughs> to me it. the travel ball coaches are, are being security. The one guy that had the scooper that's out there sweeping up, he stood there like he was going to do He didn't do anything. No. I mean, it's a security. Hello. Yeah. So evidently, nothing happened. Mania. Nothing yeah. happened. And yeah. Disney is now opening up. I would turn it down. Yeah, like it's uh, it's it's this is censored. Okay, yeah, thank yeah, you because yeah, I didn't. Yeah. I watched the one that wasn't last night. It gets quite ugly. <laughs> no, yeah, it's something um, else. Let me just tell you, shirt just lost it over something. Evidently, I mean, nothing it. happened, and the reason this is coming out again is because Disney's saying, "Hey, look, we're gonna we're gonna investigate this a little further." Yeah, what's funny well, is the two guys that start fighting. The one guy never gets back in it, and yeah. then the uh, the pink shirt guy starts fighting all the women. Yeah, it's uh, it's did, insane. Did Mama ever get up? Uh, she did, and they were holding her. She was like, okay. She kind of did the roll up. I think, yeah. I, I think Mama flopped. Yeah. Rick and Bubba. Twenty-five minutes till top of the hour. Kickoff hour is live. Thank you so much for tuning in. This portion of the show brought to you by our friends at DollarShaveClub.com/slash Bubba. We've talked about this company for some time now, and cannot stress enough the quality of their products. And uh, they've got everything you need to look, feel, and smell your best. Uh, and DollarShaveClub.com/slash Bubba is way more than just razors, too. Right now, you can put the quality of Dollar Shave Club products to the test. 
Their ultimate starter sets have basically everything you need for an amazing shower, close shave, uh, and other grooming products. And the best part, you can try each one for just $5. After that, they restock the box. It ships regular size products at regular prices. Get your ultimate starter set for just $5 at dollarshaveclub.com slash Bubba or find a link at rickandbubba.com under the sponsors button. All right, so if you're just joining us, shame on you, but we know some of you start your day at different times. We've talked about uh, Major League uh, Baseball's All-Star Home Run Derby uh, last night. We've talked about uh, this bizarre fight at uh, Toontown at Disneyland that uh, shows you the state of our country where we got men uh, – you know, punching women and and the brawl, and then for some reason, a little league coach uh, has to help break it up. Uh, it, that's what it appeared to be. Maybe travel ball coaches. Everybody uh, comes in because there's not security to be found anywhere. Um, and so we've discussed that uh, at Major League Baseball. The All Star Game is actually tonight. Cleveland is the host, uh, and uh, we'll see how that plays out. I think it's gonna. <laughs> I don't think there'll be quite the interest as the home run derby. That seems to be more exciting than the game. I know that's sad. Uh, but it, it is. Well, I'll say this: if the if the game tonight is more exciting than home run derby, then wow, what a game yeah, we have real. in store for us tonight! Yeah. yeah, no, you're all over that, my friend, all over that. Um, this here is bizarre, and and I don't want to get you know like oh let's talk serious politics and stuff. I just <laughs> think it's just kind of weird that, um, yeah, yeah uh, that you have um, Omar uh, basically admitting that she made up or embellished, embellished on a story uh, to high school students. Is that correct? Yeah, she was telling a story about how she witnessed a woman uh, being, I guess, treated badly because she was African-American. Anyway, they couldn't find out the details of the story. She left some details out, and she admitted she may have embellished a little bit. In other words, you know how we do when we're telling our story. Sure. It's not good enough, so we add a few things to <laughs> right. it. Right, yeah. So she yeah. did. Yeah, so that, that's what we need to be doing is going around making up stuff and get everybody all fired up about how – you look, if you got to make something up to make the story be, you know, about in this particular case, somebody being prejudiced or something, if, then, if it's you not a, make, yeah, then it's not a prejudiced story. It's no, not, no, it didn't happen if you got to add stuff to it. No. Okay. No. My gosh. It's just a story at that point. It ceases <laughs> right. to be prejudiced. I <laughs> know. She said a, a but she'll sweet, get away old, from it. sweet old African American lady was detained for a whole weekend for stealing a $2 loaf of bread to feed her starving five year old granddaughter. And that's what she told. And, uh, and and she said she couldn't control her emotions because I couldn't understand how a room full of educated adults could do such an unjust thing. <laughs> then it comes out, I think, as they get the check, and they're saying, we don't, uh, whoever, wherever this happened, Minneapolis, they don't arrest people for shoplifting. They did, I mean, they handle it in a different way. You don't go to court and all that. Hmm. So that that didn't happen. Then come to find out, I think the woman actually had prior arrest is how she ended up in there. She said, I, I apparently flubbed some facts when telling the story to the students. The woman may not have been just a one-time innocent shoplifter. Well, that was the basis of the whole story. Right. Well, she may not have been, y'all. But I'm just telling you now, here's what will happen. She might have had a prior arrest. She said, I'm not sure. Um, Here's what's going to happen. Y'all ready? (laughs) Um, We'll be one of the very few shows to talk about it. Uh, Fox News will cover it for 24 hours. Uh, The liberal media won't really pick it up. It'll kind of go away and be forgot about within 24 to 48 hours because – She's a Democrat. If she was a conservative Republican, it'd be a major headline news, and it would never go away, and it could be the end of somebody's career. But I'm supposed to believe 
Any that's how, that's I'm going to go is. any politician. Wait a minute. I'm, you mean they actually embellish and make things up? Right. Their calls? Yeah, yeah. I'm talking about any of them. I yeah. can't believe No, that. you're right. You're right. That that's, happens that's on both surprising. sides. That's surprising. Wow. Yeah. It happens on both sides, but the way it's handled is different. I agree. Uh, and it's sad. Uh, on a lighter note, y'all ready for this? Everybody wants to have a sharp story. Oh, sure. <laughs> Did y'all know that it's um, you can grab free food at Chick-fil-A today? <laughs> no, no, I didn't huh? count. It's you... in honor of Cow Appreciation Day. Okay. Uh, it's handing out free food at Chick-fil-A. Uh, customers who dress up, and we've talked about oh, this. Oh, they've done this before, yeah. Dress, dressed up like a cow. Uh, <laughs> they, um, I mean, no need to uh, like be in full costume, uh, but you know, any kind of cow accessories, and if they feel like you've kind of dressed up a little bit, uh, you can claim some free food when their stores open uh, today until 7 o'clock. Uh, if you're planning... Um, to cash in, uh, you won't be alone because, according to the company, about 1.95 million people participate in this event every year. Get you some udders on and go over there. Huh? What? Put you I, some udders on the front of your shirt and go over there. I know we got a horse. We got a horse head. Uh, Henry the horse. Works, but... I think it'd be kind of cool to have a cow head around here. Hmm. Huh? Throw on the cow head and run around a little bit. <laughs> would y'all? Would, have y'all suit. ever? Have y'all ever done anything? For free food. Now, no. be thinking college, high school. Have you ever dressed up or done something uh, to participate in getting free? food? I'm not above it, but I just I just hadn't done it. <clears throat> I'm so, sure if the opportunity presented itself, if it didn't take a lot of effort, I'd probably do it. And you're you're not because I know Helmsy, you you'll no. you'll you're you like dressing I'm, up as mascots and stuff. And I'm not saying that you've done this before, but anything like yeah, it. Yeah, I don't like any of that. And there's not, I'm not a big, like, there's nothing food wise that I can't think of anything that I would do to go get something free, dress something like a cow. Hmm. Uh, people, maybe hey, if you, maybe there's probably some golf courses out there that I'd like to play that I, I can't get on. That mm-hmm. if you said, yes. hey, if you show up as a cow and play the first three holes as a cow, That's you can play the rest. Ooh, okay. play. I'd probably all do right, that. All right. All right. <clears throat> I'd go that far with it, but. There's no food I would wait in line for. And Chick-fil-A's good. I love Chick-fil-A. Yeah, but I can buy a sandwich. But I can get a chicken sandwich without, without you know, right, what about this? What dressing about, up like a cow. What about this? Cause, and we mentioned this, that you don't have to be in full costume. What about, uh, like, some kind of decorative hat, mask, or whatever? They count for the deal, too. What if so, you put a cowbell around your neck? Oh. That was it. Cowbell around the neck, maybe a If I happen to be hat. going to Chick-fil-A anyway, and I happen to have a cowbell <laughs> in the car, I might do it then. Hmm. I, there you go. I, I you thought you were hanging around. There you go. I just happened to have one, Greg. Right, what me, about this? Oh, here's another one. <laughs> what about if we if we pull up and just hanging out the window? You're just like just shaking that. Going, I don't think that that, huh? that does. I don't think huh. going in the drive through and ringing oh, well, no. a Mississippi State cowbell right not. considers what, dressing up as a cow. Right. But what, if, but what it's if? But what if? Same thing. Well, they said they were kind of vague on it. <laughs> Look, walk in. Now you might could, hey, I need a sandwich. Where's my sandwich? All right, what if I pull up? What if I pull up like this going? It ain't ringing. Uh, <laughs> couldn't ring it. I was trying. Uh, uh, well, let's send and That's what I do. Why don't we send old Big Head over there? You're talking about Diesel Dixon. He appreciates that. He's standing right behind you. I can't remember. There he is. Why don't we send him over there in some type of cow something and see mm-hmm. what he can do? Yeah. And like film it. it. I like it. And, and Adler can be like his little calf. Yes. Yes, and they could go together. Huh? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> or he could wear the Henry the Horsehead and just be his friend. Can you do a cow? Can you go? No. 
I can't do it. Uh, uh, you can't either. Well, I'm just saying if, if a cow talked, it'd be like, uh, If a cow talked. Mm-hmm. We've done this before. Cows? Yeah, well, uh, Rick and Bubba. Oh. We've, I've, made, I've made them be cows and talk. And oh, it's wow. kind of like a, can't uh, be easy. Are you done? Uh-uh. Do you have to do that to get the free food? <laughs> uh-huh. World. Yeah. Uh, okay. Take a chicken biscuit. It's <clears throat> uh, National Cow Day. Waffle fries. We'll take a break. We'll come back. So it's um, it's just a day there. They just want to let you know you're out and about. It's Cow Appreciation Day, and so right. you can grab some free food at Chick Fil A if you participate. And as they said, it's not like you know nobody does it. Uh, 1.95 million people participated in last year's event. That's a lot of people. Rick and Bubba. Rick and Bubba. Ten minutes till top of the hour. Thank you so much for tuning in to the Rick and Bubba Show's kickoff hour. We appreciate you. As always, 866-WE-BE-BIG is our number. Diesel Dixon, he's on the phone. As our Greg might call him Big Head. Uh, you just never know. Uh, he is on That's the phone. That's a compliment, by the way. Uh, <laughs> getting ready for the day. Dan Moultrie is in the building. Uh, and we want to thank his lovely wife, Patty, for uh, making uh, a delicious dish. He walked right past me. I wanted to get up and chase him, uh, but it's in the kitchen now, so we'll have to go I'll investigate here in a second. But he'll be with us next hour. He's hanging out with the guys. Uh, and so we'll catch up with old Dan, talk the great outdoors, let him uh, see if you can match Moultrie's trivia question today. You never know what he'll ask. Uh, but included in the trivia question today is some pretty cool prizes and giveaways. Uh, about a $380 value, so don't want to miss that. Uh, plus, we'll have a guest that he'll bring in, uh, and we'll have a lot of fun with him. Uh, also, don't forget, uh, tonight is the All-Star Game. If you're trying to figure out what you're going to watch tonight, it's there. I did I did watch uh, – I know, Helmsy, you haven't picked up Season 3. Greg, you've watched Season 3. I watched two of what? the little episodes of Stranger Things yesterday. Uh, I haven't. And so I haven't watched season they two. Said you set, haven't said no. okay. They said I, it's, it set all kinds of records on really people watching. It. I, I, it, it's intriguing. It's kind of. I'm like, okay, I might finish this out. I, I understand what you were saying yesterday, though. I mean, I'm, um, yeah, I'm not <clears> just. But, I mean, I watched it. It's eight episodes. It's mm-hmm, pretty good. Yeah, but I mean, I, I just like it. I enjoy the characters. The storyline loses me. Yeah, but I, I, I enjoy watching. I was I was wondering how people now. Were, my, now my life not wrapped around it. Right. You know I was watching. I was uh, wondering how people were flying through the binge watching. Well, a there's not many episodes, and b they're short. Yeah, I mean they're not that long. Uh, so it didn't take me any time Let me to give go you through. A heads up. Have, on the last one, wait till the don't don't turn it off when the names come up. Oh, okay. I just sit 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 through it. Yeah. Okay. Because I I I went back because I clicked off and I looked. And there was over five minutes left, and it was showing the names going up. And mm-hmm. then I went back the next day, and you, yeah, you need to watch after the okay the names right. go up. Um, Sets up the next year a little bit. Remind yeah. me to ask y'all about another show. I don't want to get into it now because we don't have enough time. But I asked you yesterday about Outlander. Have you seen Outlander? Never have. Okay, it's based on some books that Amanda have read has read, and she, we never finished that conversation. And, and I'll just leave it this because I know you want to get into. No, I mean we can too, but I'm doing. It was well. It was just it. She she was telling me how it, oh it's the best series out there. It's <laughs> it's blah 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 blah. <laughs> and I watched the first episode and I could not get into it. And the second episode, I was like, hmm, this is I, I can tolerate this uh-huh. if it's something that that I can watch with Amanda because it's hard for us to find something oh, that we yeah. both agree on. 
um, when it comes to watching television. And it's just strange. It's a strange deal. And so I, I was wondering, I asked Speedy yesterday if he had seen it. I hadn't been able to What's ask it, come you. On? Uh, we're watching it on Netflix. Okay. I think. Outlander. Outlander. The, essentially, it's based in the. It's a book. It's, it's based off a book series that was out there. Okay. And the lady is living in the 1800s and with her husband, or maybe the ni- 1900s with her husband after a war. And they're kind of having uh, um, a second honeymoon. And they go and they're traveling around or whatever. Well, she, I don't know how this happens or why it happens. It's kind of weird. But she ends up back in the 1700s. And she's a, she was a nurse in the war. And he's a historian. And so when they were on their trip together, he was teaching her about all these things. Well, when she goes back in time in the 1700s, oh she starts meeting people <laughs> and seeing things that he was talking about as a historian. Okay. All the while, he's back still in the 1900s wondering where his wife went. So she physically left. And so she physically leaves, and she's now – and I'm only two That's episodes weird. in. Very strange. Mm. And as, But here's what's funny is – so like she's no, she I'm remembers like stranger things isn't weird. <laughs> right. Well, that's why I brought this up because it is strange, and and so for, think about it this. So she's like in the 1700s. There's wars going on. She knows about certain medical treatments that nobody else knows because she was a nurse. And so when things are like that, she said, "Give me this, give me that," and they're looking at her like, "What are you talking about?" And so she is there, is there anybody kind of figuring it out like, "Hey, she's weird." Oh, well, I'm not. About I'm, her hair do like the first, right. the first episode. Well, no, you're right. She shows up in a seven, uh, 1900 dress, and everybody's like, "What in the world is she wearing?" What is Because they don't know. Huh. But so, and I may have the years wrong. I know. I think it was early 1900s, and and um, <laughs> like 1743 is okay. the year she went okay. back. Oh, wow. And so. Uh, but Isn't the, this uh, based on a true story? No, Greg. <laughs> gosh. The, uh, the, the first episode is, is, is setting it up and her to go back in time. Okay. Then the second episode gets into that, and we hadn't watched another episode. Or I haven't watched. She's read the books. She's well, is Amanda there. waiting on you to catch up? Yeah. She already watched? No, no. She hasn't seen it yet. She's just read the books. Oh, okay. That's I fact. might give it but a it's, look. But it's, it's actually pretty intriguing. I might give it a look. Um, but the first episode, was I was like, golly, like, this is how I'm spending my time. A lot yeah. of times it takes <laughs> on certain series. It gives me like two or three before I get yeah. into it. Yeah. And she kept telling me. She's like, look, give it a couple episodes. Yeah. And I was that way on Breaking Bad. When I, I, it, took me about, <laughs> <laughs> it took me a couple episodes. And then I got locked into it. And then you were locked. I was. I loved it. It was good. You know, I, I love when um, I love when Terry and I can find something like that to binge watch together. Yeah. Oh yeah. However, it comes with a little bit of responsibility because sometimes our free time doesn't match up, and I'm like, man, I really want to watch another episode, but if I do, she's going to get mad because now I'm all, oh, I'm, I'm yeah, ahead yeah. of her. That's right. You know, and that's like, almost like, hey. We got to sit down. You'll do and, that because you'll ride around and, your car with it all. No, <laughs> uh, and so anyway, we're we're watching one now, and uh, and and finally, night night before last, I was like, "Hey, let's let's sit down and watch, you know, an episode." Yeah. Uh, but anyway, I just, I just I'm it, embarrassed to tell you when we're watching. I'm not even going to tell you. Well, well you said you told me, it. Greg. I, know, I ain't gonna say it on there. I'll tell you off air. Have you ever I tried to find up. that? I tried to find that to watch because. Well, I didn't know that. You didn't tell me Buddy, that. Buddy, did I not? not we ain't it's got Hulu. all that. I don't have Hulu. Well, That's the only well, place I can get watch. it? Yeah. Okay. It's a Hulu original. Can I say what you're watching? <laughs> yeah, it don't matter. 
What is? Is it handmade style? Yeah, it's pretty good. <laughs> oh my goodness! <laughs> I'm sorry. You just let all your minions it's down. It's bizarre as it can <laughs> be, but it's pretty good. And it's liberal and all that, but it's it's entertaining. It is. John in Asheville wants to weigh in on Outlander, uh, Helmsy. John, what's up? What's up, guys? Hey. I know. Buddy, I know how you got it, so hush. Hey, dude, definitely stick with Outlander. Best series I've ever seen. Oh, wait. Time out. John, put the brakes on, John. John John is saying – you're Best he's ever seen. Listen, Amanda, my (laughs) wife, John, said – it is the it out there. Everybody says it's the best series that's ever been made, and what? I and I Absolutely. laughed at her. Laughed at. It's no breaking back. Laugh away, but man, watch it. But it's on. It's on the Stars app. It's not on Netflix. Well, I'm watching. Well, I'm watching either on and Amazon you may be Prime. Watching it through Amazon. Yeah, yeah that's what it is. Yeah, that's what it is. Okay. okay. Don't know. He ain't they're got filming the, They're filming the fifth season right now. Definitely worth it. Okay. The best huh? ever, John said. <laughs> best ever. here. See, John. said. That's right. Golly, John. <laughs> John's confirming. Good night. It must be really, I mean, serious business. And it's, again, it's based off some books, uh, book series. But I look, he said there's the fifth season's coming out. Yeah. I'm at Thank episode goodness. two of the first season. So that's how far oh, out of date I am. Um, and I think My gosh, Amanda how long has, are we going to drag this out? Is she ever going to get back in the 1900s? I don't, We're going I don't know. Season five. I pitch. I don't huh? know. I don't what? know if she continues to jump around or from from jump different up, jump up and get down, or she, you know, uh, put some roots down here. I don't know. Yeah, I know she didn't say in the second episode. She's in seventeen forty three. Well, so that's <laughs> so the is it the Outlander or just Outlander? How'd she get? Do you out, know Outlander? Outlander. How does yeah. she? I mean, she just wakes up. She's there, or she step in some secret closet? How'd she get there? a big rock? A big rock. She touched a rock. She touched a rock. Put her hands on a rock. It's not, it's not really pulling. Te- this storyline's not pulling me in. <laughs> it didn't me either, Greg. I are, uh, let me ask you a question. Are other, have other people touched the rock and she's never yeah, met them? I don't know about that yet. I bet her husband ends up touching the rock and he ends up somewhere. Husband's in a handle. I mean, he's back going, where's my wife? I tried to come she run off with somebody else? I tried. she died? She's been kidnapped? He she was standing know. by a rock. Meanwhile, she's back in the 1700s. I tried to come back going, a, I'd say, really touch, big deal. Touch That's the, a bad situation. Touch the rock. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. The gravy, please. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Ooh, it brings Six minutes now past the hour. How are you, Rick and Bubba? Ready to go? A brand new hour, and we're so thankful that you are here. Much to do as we go forward. The national anthem uh, is prepared, and today the legend Gladys Knight.
and a half minutes now past the hour, the Rick and Bubba show. Won't you take me to a funky town? Won't you take me to a funky town? Hey, this is Gladys Knight, and you're listening to the Rick and the Bubba show. Nine minutes going forward, uh, and uh, we got a lot to do. Dan Moultrie returns today, so we'll go through the adventure of attempting to match Moultrie today. Uh, some big opportunities involving uh, the great outdoors, so be paying attention for that. That will happen quickly, like here in just a few moments. Speedy, the real Greg Burgess, Helmsy, have given you a kickoff hour along the Rick and Bubba radio network, the TuneIn app, the podcast archives. Uh, however, you get the Rick and Bubba Show and America's greatest radio stations on the Rick and Bubba Radio Network. Most all of them also carry the kickoff hour. You just have to figure it out there on the old local time. Uh, Adler handles the YouTube option for you. Uh, we've got some folks there. There's Jimmy 92 Tron, Diesel Dixon. Uh, they're in Rick and Bubba University earning their degree in common sense, which has now become a superpower. Across the way, the other half of the two sexiest fat men alive is standing by. He's ready to go. No best ass, silver tongue one, the man with the golden voice, professional lunch eaters, man of the year, the inventor of pizza and a cup, Shakespeare's worst nightmare, and the master of the king's English. Ladies and gentlemen, put your hands together for Bill Bubba Bussy! How about it, Rick Burgess? Friends, neighbors, associates everywhere. He was born oh, in my the seventh year. Coming home to a place. It's been a while since you posted John Denver at well, home. Or maybe never. <laughs> never? I forget. I was on the one at Rock 1390, wasn't right? AM810 didn't go here. To him? I'd say he found the key. And at WPID, I think we were to him. <laughs> really? <laughs> Now, B.I.D. We were cutting edge. Hey, B.I.D. had this. We're in the top 40 with a little Alabama mixed in. <laughs> but the string's already broken, and he doesn't really care. Come on, everybody sing it. It keeps changing fast, and it don't last Let's all sing Rocky Mountain High with Johnny Denver. With the Colorado Rocky Mountain High. Bubba, I see you got your hair colored. <laughs> what am I doing? What am I doing back at the White House? Colorado. Y'all sing it. Rocky Mountain High. Colorado. The late, jo- the late, the late John Denver. You know, experimental aircraft. You know, every time I see one of those ultralight things flying around, and I think, man, I'd like to do that. And then I think, I hear John Denver's song playing. I go, no, I don't think no, that's for me. No, no. That's, that's, uh, that country road did take him home. Well, there's always, and we've talked about this, words that shouldn't go together. Experimental oh my gosh. aircraft. Yeah, guys, look, I know. Experimental go-kart, fine. Mm-hmm. You, know. Air, you know, if you're saying. Experimental hey, parachute. Yeah. I understand you're a pilot. I am. What do you fly? Something I make in the garage. <laughs> yeah, I want something that no. a little more research has been into. See, Bob and I grew up in the in the era of the variety show, and, and it seemed like everybody had a variety show. Do you remember the John? Oh Denver yeah, I show? do very much. Yeah, he'd come on out and sing. Thank God, I'm a country boy, and he yeah. was on. 
And I uh, remember him in the movies. Uh, what was it? Uh, oh, oh God. God. Yeah. yeah. With, with George Burns. Yeah. That was quite a combination there. It was. It was. He made those little round glasses huge. <laughs> you know? And he... He looked like the grown-up version of several kid actors that had yeah. that same kind yeah. of what I call the shag cut yeah. and the little glasses. The Brady Bunch's little yeah, cousin. Yeah, they had a cousin did yeah. that, and there was two or three more floating around. If Greg wasn't in there eating with Motra, he'd tell us who it was. <laughs> yeah. Remember, I guarantee you Greg knows that kid's name. Sure he he knows his name and his character's right. name on the Brady Bunch. And what his pet is. Right. So uh, so we'll, uh, we will uh, – uh, but, I, you know, I don't know. He may have been an absolute jerk, but, I mean, he seemed like always a, a nice guy. I, I thought he was nice. I, yeah. I, I think we would have liked him if we'd have got a chance to hang out. You know, he, he wanted to camp out more than you and I wanted to, but he, yeah. but he yeah. still seemed like – he seemed like. But he just seemed – you know, his personality in that movie seemed pretty straightforward, you know. Yeah, now, but we, now we have no idea he's acting. No, but, I mean, but, he, but, yeah, right. Yeah, right. I mean, I'm sure. just saying, you know, based on what you – Right. You know, what you – Envision. Look, we uh, think Tom Cruise is normal till we see his, his views on Scientology, and then uh, we realize, okay, maybe not. Good night. Uh, all right, so Moultrie will be here now. Will now, we ever get Top Gun too? Is that ever going to come out? I think it will at some point. I mean, we've got we've yeah, already got, we've gone through four toy stores and can't get two Top Guns. Well, and you know, one of the more disturbing things I think as an adult I've ever experienced is to look at Tom Cruise and Kelly McGillis then and now. That well, that's disturbing to me. Well, I mean, really, I I didn't sleep well after I saw it. I can hear the women in the audience, and and they're saying, "See that that's what it looks like. The age is a male, and age is a female." I mean, it, the, the, I can hear them. I can hear them off in the distance. Well, I, I'm I'm not I'm not going there with that. Well, they I mean, are. I, I'm not. They are. I'm not. I don't. I'm not making that kind of. They statement. are. But that's just. I know. That's just disturbing. Well, it, it you know it's it's um. What's the plot on the new one? Do you know? Cause see, I love the movie Top Gun. I know the. I know. <laughs> you are so wrong, Heather. <laughs> you're so cruel. <laughs> I said it, but I didn't expect you to do it. Heather pulls it. Uh, it's amazing how quick now. Did you pull- say that? I did. Mm. Did you pull no. that up? No, that was Adler. Okay. Y'all, it, seriously, it's like there's a time machine involved there. I, I don't know. It's an easy. It's an easy go. You'd be amazed when you yeah. hit images. How? Yeah, it just oh, come right wow. up. I mean, when uh, you when we it, the last time we discussed it, which I think was about the fifth time we talked about it, we we <laughs> we we came to a conclusion that we thought that it was possible that Maverick was now going to be the teacher of the new young guns. Or, mm. That that'd be Top Guns, Rick. Young right. Guns was the Western. But so uh, how would a maverick be as a teacher though? Well, that that's well now you're see that, now so. you're interested in the movie, aren't you? Well, I want to see planes going off the carrier deck. And, I know you and, do, bro. And close, you know, high def and all that. That's what I'm I just telling you, be very and a really cool soundtrack. Be very with careful it. with tampering with something like this. That's all I'm saying. I know. I know. I'll be disappointed, right? I mean, there's no way I can appreciate it. Speaking of people didn't age well from that, did you ever catch Val Kilmer toward the end there? I just saw a picture of Al Kilmer from last night. Yeah, we'll be right back. Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Rick and Bubba's in Ohio. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. It is 21 minutes past the hour, Rick and Bubba show. Thanks for being with us. Much to do, rolling forward, and you hear the theme music, and that means it's the return of Dan Moultrie. Man, Dan Moultrie is back on the Rick and Bubba Show. Dan, how are you, buddy? Rick, good. How about y'all? I'm fantastic. It's, how's your summer? Everything good? Hot. 
You're longing for those days of fall, aren't you? Rick? <laughs> well, I've made. You're really going to long for them this week <laughs> with, yeah. with the new technology. And I don't even know how to pronounce this one place. I'm just knowing. I'm, I'm looking at friends of mine that are going to these places during the hot weather in the deep, deep south. And yesterday's one of those things. I got hot, and I and it got I got so hot that I started thinking to myself, I will never be cool again. Right? <laughs> have, you, have you ever got that hot? Yeah. You know, oh, you, yeah. You, you, you're thinking my skin is now trapping heat. I'll never ever be hot again. But I mean, Rick, cold, I was cool burning again. up watching other people work <laughs> yesterday. But yeah. here's the two places that I'm narrowing down: Montana, mm-hmm. uh, and somewhere on the on the far left side of Canada, if you're looking at it. Yeah. Spelled B A N F F. I don't even know how to say it. B A N F F. Never uh, heard of. I saw a friend of mine standing there with his wife with a beautiful picturesque behind him, and he had a light jacket on. British Columbia. Yeah, yeah. British Columbia is mm-hmm. great now. Rick, That's if you got we, water though, you catch that breeze all yeah. over. That helps mm-hmm. you out. And then uh, the other is Montana. Montana, mm-hmm. I'm really looking at mm-hmm. uh, because it's still, you know, it's it's here in in the lower 48. And uh, so uh, Montana, uh, I had a friend headed out there with his family. He said they'll be experiencing highs of 73, 72, are y'all gonna low, be able lows to do, in the 40s. Y'all going to be able to do the show every yeah, day we'll with, take, with, no, with, with you being out in Montana oh, yeah. during oh, all yeah. the technology, technology. I won't say I don't leave to July. Uh, so uh, I, I'm, yeah. I'm only there July through September. Yeah, that's, right. that's really the time. Because you got to get out of there before October. Yeah. You know? There's really there's really no place you can stay year-round. you gotta, no. you got to be moving. Well, that's what you know, I'm you're like. That. Look, and we learn that from birds. Just yeah. go where the weather's good. Yeah. I say I don't want yeah. to. I don't want to experience the winters no. in Montana and British Columbia. No. I, I just I just want to be there when when it's you know it's so hot that like it, I mean animals are confused. They they, <laughs> they just look at you like why are we still here? <laughs> and um, you know it, uh, I actually saw a squirrel. Uh, I don't know if it was so hot. He was picking up a couple nuts with oven mitt. <laughs> okay. Yeah, I knew I knew you were going to work it in somewhere. That's good. That's good. I like it. All right. So, it was a hot this weekend, Rick. I saw we two go. squirrels swimming. Yeah. 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 Uh, okay. By the way, remind me to tell to you about Frenchie and squirrels. <laughs> the, 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 put that on the list. Do they not have those in France? It's funny. I'll tell you about it. It's really funny. And, and the thing that he said about uh, his experience yesterday. Uh, all right, so uh, Moultrie, what, let, let's talk. I mean, we, we've got a lot uh, going on lot with Moultrie. On. We're about to meet a brand new commissioner. Brand new commissioner, yep, yep. and he's been around forever. Chris was over all the salt water stuff, and if if you're down there enjoying catching all those huge red snapper, and everybody's got snapper in the freezer right now, and mm-hmm. it's very successful, mm-hmm. this is the guy who put the program on the map. He's now commissioner. And he's going to talk a little bit about ongoing programs and Bubba's Act. The uh, what do you call that? Bubba? Uh, the Hunter's Freedom Act. That's right. Yeah. We'll be talking about that. Talk this about, and, and how how that can be a, um, a great opportunity for for some of you out there to save some money, which is going That's to be right. cool. And uh, one way to save money today, if you go to uh, the the website that we'll put in show notes today, MoultrieFeeders.com. Mm-hmm. MoultrieFeeders.com. It's just another reason that being a member of the Rick and Bubba family pays. If you'll put in the discount code Rick and Bubba, R-I-C-K-A-N-D-B-U-B-B-A, at checkout, you'll get a discount on the feeders and any feeder accessory. 20%, right? 20%. Out of the gate, just because yep. they're Rick and Bubba fans. So money, How about that? Yeah, and it's time to get the feeders out. So, yeah. And and, 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 this and with is, the Hunter's Freedom Act, they're, they're more important than ever. That's, buddy, that's right. Buddy, you better believe it, ever feel. <laughs> and and I, this may shock you, but we're the governor's turkey hunt is going to happen again, Rick. Well, good. 
And Chris is all in the middle of that and getting that started. And our own Bill Bubba Bussy is on the committee again. And Wait we're a looking minute. forward to big things. That's right. Well, Dan asked me to wear a big turkey suit to kick things <laughs> off. Right. Uh, Bubba, you back on the forefront? <laughs> <laughs> Bubba, now, will you attend any meetings this time? Well, I go to the meetings. Yeah. I, I couldn't go to the event. Yeah. Wait a minute. I mean, how many meetings do Bussy make? Bubba made, he made all the meetings. Well, but shouldn't, if you're on the committee, shouldn't you be at the event? <laughs> yeah, really. The key, and, the key is to have the event ready for right. everybody it, else. It I be, didn't have to be there. It ought to be called the Governor and Rick and Bubba event. Helmsy, and we hadn't talked to Helmsy yet, he emceed it I last did. time. Are you I up did. for that again? Probably, yeah. Okay. It was a lot of fun. Will Greg, have, will you have your hair Greg perfect? Hunted. I will. <laughs> oh, oh, Rick, <laughs> yesterday he told me, he said, I got to go get this haircut. I said, I said, hey, it's a mess. You know, it's barely long at all. Greg, well, let me tell you, I'm doing that haircut. I enjoyed it, yeah. Heck, I'll come. So there's that. <laughs> Speedy will get all the prizes that we don't give away. There you go. Everybody's get his prize. Speedy's back in business. I get it. Ask him to do stuff, make fun of me. That's good. That's good. Back in business. So anyway, so do that because it's time to get feeders, uh, and there's a, a Moultrie Unlimited de- Deer Feeders uh, right now at 380. So that, yes. that, 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 we, we're going to uh, give away one of those today. Yes. So uh, well, actually two, two of those. Of them. Yeah, we're giving away two today. So, but if you want to go to MoultriefeedersCom, use the promo code Rick and Bubba at discount. I mean, for the 20 percent discount when you check out. So that's big. So that's just we're just giving you that just because Moultrie's back. And we're gonna Rick. There'll be a lot going on between Moultrie and Rick and Bubba, as the everybody will hear in the next month. Oh, yeah. Bunches, 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 bunches. So we're excited about that. So we'll, we're going to meet Chris Blankenship when we come back. He is the new commissioner of the Alabama Department of Conservation and Natural Resources. Uh, and uh, we'll certainly sh- – he was uh, uh, appointed by Kay Ivey, uh, governor of Alabama. And then we, we'll talk to him about the, the Hunter's Freedom Act, mm-hmm. uh, what's going on with the great snapper fishing that seems to be – doing whales. Well. As a matter of mm-hmm. fact, you know, we have a, a, a new friend staying with us from France, and he, he ate some of our delicious snapper uh, when he, he came, when he for, I guess, the second or third day he was here and, he, and loved it. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. oh, he had to like oh, that. How could it. you not like that? Well, it was <laughs> funny because, you know, these, these little phones, they really have, you know, there's a lot of bad things that can go with all this, but there's so much good. Mm-hmm. I mean, you have someone from another country, and if there's ever any confusion, he'll just do this and ask for the phone. And so he like I, he was asking what kind of fish Google he was eating. And so I told him I told him snapper. Well, he wanted to see a picture so he yeah. could fit. So I just pulled one up. And he looked. Oh. And he looks at that. Yeah. And he's like, oh yeah, okay. I, got, I, I know this fish. <laughs> <laughs> Didn't know y'all called it red snapper. I'm in. I like it. <laughs> what what did he compare it to? Uh, he said anyway. he said that they 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 have a fish that they catch that is very similar. Mm-hmm. And of course they have some some of a snapper snapper type fish they have there too. But they they eat, uh, they eat a lot of. Um, uh, they do get grouper mm-hmm. and, they, oh. and mahi, mm-hmm. you know, some of that. So, mm-hmm. yeah, he, he enjoyed it. And and the, now he was a little surprised that we eat freshwater fish. Mm-hmm. Really? Yeah. Oh. He he didn't he didn't know we eat bass. Did he like the bass? He hadn't had it yet. He asked me about it, but we're gonna try to hold get, the crappie out on him. Don't don't. Yeah, yeah wait there. Good stuff. <laughs> he came in. He goes, "You eat uh, freshwater fish?" And I was like, "Oh yeah, I'm, bass. Yeah, I'm sure." Is it the good? Best. Is it good? And I was like, yeah, sure. So, uh, so we'll, uh, we'll, we'll, we'll Ricky, see. have you got him any orange roughy yet? Oh, no, you know what? No roughy. <laughs> I, I have, I have not. He has not experienced roughy. <laughs> the, the, the pollution in France may be so out of check that yeah. they may not eat the freshwater. Fish. Well, he he mainly fly fishes for trout, so that that's always catch and release for most of the places he fishes. So uh, I said, well, you know, we're catch and release too. 
to, uh, to, to the Greece. Once my grandfather yeah. passed away. <laughs> Released to the Greece. You know, it, yeah. My grandfather did not understand the concept of catch and release. No, 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 man. no, no neither. <laughs> we'll be back, bottom of the hour. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. conservative, heterosexual, gun-toting, football-loving, evangelical Christian white men. In other words, the two most dangerous men in America, Rick and Bubba. We're back. 35 minutes past the hour. Rick and Bubba show. Thanks for being with us. Wonderful will of meat uh, is yet to spin. Uh, it hasn't spun. Didn't spin yesterday. Could happen today. Any day on any given week, uh, the wonderful will of meat could spin. So, I'll be standing by for your opportunity if it presents itself. I do want to point you to Casper.com. Uh, let me tell you, especially this time of year, you're tossing and you're turning and you're thinking, my goodness, I realize it's hot, but I have a great air conditioned unit. I've got a fan in my room. Why am I still waking up throwing off cover? And I'll tell you why, because the old mattress designs are designed to trap heat and hold it. Mm. Uh, so your, your body heat is getting trapped in that mattress and you're like, how am I still hot? <laughs> And, uh, well, Casper, you know, realized when we got into the world of sleep studies and CPAP machines and we started studying more about sleeping and stopping breathing. And so we started discovering a lot of things about sleep with all the research that we've done on it. And one of the things that we discovered is you sleep more sound in a cooler environment. Uh, so the, they designed the Casper mattress uh, not to trap the heat, but to have a breathable foam that keeps you cool all night long. Uh, they even have bed frames, uh, and also uh, if you'd like for your dog uh, to sleep in the comfort of a Casper mattress, they have dog beds too. So if you'd like to try the mattress for 100 nights with no obligation to buy it in your home, uh, you can uh, you can go to Casper.com right now, uh, and uh, you can do that. They ship it right to your door, and if you don't love it, then you're out nothing. Uh, so you have everything to gain. You don't have a thing to lose except maybe tossing and turning all night long. Uh, it is uh, guaranteed to be the most comfortable mattress you've ever slept on or you don't pay for it also you'll find their link at rickandbubba.com under the sponsors all right so um you know those of you that uh, live in our state of alabama obviously this is a uh, big news that, that we're talking about but those of you that travel uh from all over the country and come to our wonderful state to enjoy the great outdoors uh, we do want to introduce you now to the brand new commissioner of the alabama department of conservation and natural resources and that is chris blankenship chris welcome to rick and bubba how are you I'm doing great. Thank you all for having me this morning. Uh, well, we're, Chris, we're, thank you, brother. Exciting times, Chris. Exciting times. Uh, we, we, we're excited about a lot that's going on with our state, uh, and uh, we'll start with what we have called the Hunter's Freedom Act. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, there's, there's, a, there's a lot of people that agree with you and a lot of people that, that uh, don't like it, but I tell you, it's, uh, it's here, and we're going to uh, be able to hunt with the aid of bait in our state and uh, um, matches what happens in a lot of other states around us and different states around the country. And uh, I think it's going to be some good opportunities for, for kids and for some other people to get out and be able to enjoy the outdoors. And, uh, uh, and it's just, it's just going to be different. And uh, people are just going to have to get used to a new way to, to hunt. And uh, uh, we'll see how it goes this year. I think it's going to be a success. Well, the, the good news, and Bubba and I keep saying this for anybody who gets upset about it, then don't do it. If, if this is not how you want to hunt, and nobody's going to drag you out and put a chain on you and chain you into a, into a tree stand and say, I'm sorry, you're going to have to hunt 
uh, with a feeder or, or, or hunt over bait or you can't hunt. We're not saying that. Everybody can now hunt the way that they prefer, uh, and and that to, that's why we call it the Hunter's Freedom, Freedom Act. Act. Tool, you're you're tool, free to hunt the way you want to. Tools in the toolbox. Yeah, that's right. That's right. And that's what we talked. You know, I talked to a lot of folks about it, especially during the legislative session when this was being debated. And that's what what you know that was our our position the whole time is that this is not a, a mandatory thing. It's, it gives somebody an opportunity, a different mm-hmm. way to hunt uh, if they want to, but they don't have to. Uh, but there's a lot of people that I've talked to since it's passed uh, that were real upset about it to begin with. But as time's gone on, they've, I've gotten calls about where where you get this or where you buy that, and a lot more information. One more, a lot more information about it because I think they're they're excited about trying uh, a different way to hunt, and and I think it's just going to be you know, we have a success. We have a great deer population in our state. I mean, we're blessed to live in a state that has great uh, natural resources: deer and turkey, uh, fish, and uh, uh, you know, as a department, we're obviously going to be monitoring the the harvest and making sure that we're people aren't over harvesting the deer and that we'll still have a great population and um, we have a, such a great staff and I'm, I'm kind of looking forward to this hunting season i want to see you know how people do and how they enjoy it and if it changes uh anybody's experience to make it a lot more uh enjoyable and, and to get more people out and chris I, I think you guys have gone about this the right way scientifically looking at what you know, can be done, what has be has been done, what other states are doing. And, of course, with our game check system, you're going to be able to monitor that very close. And I, I commend you guys for doing this. Hunting has been something in my family that I, I've known and done my whole life. And, you know, uh, I, I want to see that continue. I want to see my kids be able to do that with their kids. And uh, I appreciate the job that you guys are doing to Try to be sure that, that that exists when they get to that point. Two, uh, Chris, two things that come up that from people in other states where it's been allowed that I think hunters will experience a positive um, experience with is, one, they'll see more animals, and everybody likes seeing animals. It, it, when Especially you got kids out there. Yeah. It makes time pass better, and it's enjoyable. You're talking you're, about the kid, yeah. like Bubba said, you're trying to – to introduce to something right. you hope that he will right. he or she will embrace. And instead of sitting in a shooting house and hollering, no, 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 don't make a sound, you're watching animals come and go. That's a good thing. Secondly is I think you'll see age class of animals taken become better because you have more time to look them over and more time to study them, and you don't have to make a quick, rash decision right. because you have a chance to see them again and again and again. So that, and, and in most states, that, follow suit as you know chris and i think that'll be two great experiences for our alabama hunters i'm just uh i'm just glad that we have such good hunting here in our state yeah. i, I want to get more i want to get more kids out to hunt you know and we're doing the same thing with fishing and hunting You're, you know we're trying to get uh youth out but then also the uh, young adults there's a lot of young adults that didn't grow up hunting or fishing like we did um but now they're really discovering that they they think they're they think they'd like it they just need somebody to carry them or some place to go. That's when we have the adult mentor hunt program in Alabama. And I think having uh, more, like like Dan said, having more opportunity to see deer or, and to, uh, uh, and even and the hogs. You know, that, I think mm-hmm. this could open up a lot more hunting opportunity outside of deer season to take care of the invasive species with the uh, feral hogs uh, with with the bait and uh, have a lot more opportunity to. To, to take those hogs and so i think it's you know it really can open up opportunities for people and get them out which is in the department of conservation what we're what we're trying to do we're trying to um, manage the game species in our state to give people recreational opportunities and i think the more opportunity people have 
uh, that's better for, for our state and better for our way of life here. Chris, you've hit on something, too. There's a lot of people who didn't grow up with it in their family. Like you said, it's never too late. Oh, that, and, that, and that mentor program, yeah. we had a bunch of our listeners participate mm-hmm. in the mentor program who, who, who want, and they loved it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we I got mean, really good feedback. We got great that. feedback on that. Yeah, we, I, I'm, I won't say I'm surprised, but I am very pleased with how that has, has turned out. Everybody that we've had to participate, and then when you sit there and talk to those folks, it's like I've always wanted to hunt. I hear people at work talk about hunting, but my dad didn't take me. Right. I never had the opportunity. I'm so thankful we have a program where I can go. And then now that they've been exposed to it, they feel a little bit more comfortable about it. We provide them information. They can find out about uh, public hunting opportunities on our WMAs or, you know, talk about a hunting camp. And, and, and uh, if they wanted to join that, a lease or a hunting camp with somebody. And it uh, just kind of gets them over that initial fear of just not knowing what to do. And uh, it has been unbelievably successful. Let's clarify SB 66 because we're talking about it because we're pretty well versed on it because we've been following it. But some people are hearing it today, and and every time something new takes place, there's always as much misinformation out there as there is the correct information. So let's get it uh, directly from the commissioner. What does Alabama's new baiting law, what does it allow, and how does it operate? So, you know, before you could always hunt – Bait could be in the field or in the area, but you had to be more than 100 yards away with uh, the bait out of line of sight. So what this does is just allows that bait to be, uh, it it can be within the line of sight. Like we said before, you don't have to to hunt over bait. If you still don't, to hunt over the bait, you have to purchase a baiting privilege license. That's going to allow us to really, to see how many people are hunting in our state and using this uh, uh, method of hunting is $15 for residents, $51 for non-residents. So you can purchase that online, Outdoor Alabama, or any of the other places that you'd buy your hunting license. So if you have that license, then you can hunt over the bait, where you can see the bait. Uh, if you don't want to purchase that license, you don't have to. You can still go back to where you had it before, where the bait could be out. It just has to be more than 100 yards away and out of line of sight. Uh, so it's uh, but, but one thing about the baiting privilege is there's no, there's no exemptions for that. Uh, on the hunting license, if you're a resident and you're over 65 or you're hunting on your own property mm-hmm. um, or, or you have a lifetime license, you know, that, that covers you. But with the baiting privilege, there's no exemption. So if you're, if you're 70 years old and you're hunting o- over a pile of corn, you don't have to have the baiting, baiting privilege. Everybody's got to have Everybody's got to have the baiting, the baiting privilege. And, and, and we had something, frankly, wrong, and I want to clarify because we put out some misinformation. It does not have to be in a feeder, correct? No. Oh, that's right. Yeah, no, it doesn't have to be in a feeder. It can just be spread on the ground, which is probably a little bit better to have it spread instead of piled anyway. And, uh, but, you, but you can have a feeder. You can, um, you know, it, it, doesn't, it doesn't really specify. The law doesn't specify about what types of bait or any kind of particular products or how long it has to be out or, you know, before you hunt over it or, you know, anything like that. It's, it's, uh, it's pretty pretty broad free choice sounds like freedom sounds like freedom to me <laughs> I smell freedom somebody yeah. let freedom ring <laughs> from shore to shore and uh and uh from I, dust to dawn right yeah, yeah. and uh, so uh also, and 30 minutes after right i, I know, I know <laughs> we'll come back and i want to we'll ask you one more thing about the red snapper and give an update on that and then we'll get to the match moultrie question that is coming up today too oh we got to talk about bob and the and, governor's, and, turkey, and the governor's turkey hunt yeah, yes sir yeah. so we'll, we'll we'll finish that up with with chris blankenship 
Uh, and if you want to find out more, obviously we've got uh, the Alabama official uh, website where you can get all the information about hunting and fishing and enjoying the great outdoors in our great state of Alabama. We'll be back. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Nine minutes to the top of the hour, the Rick and Bubba Show, 866-WE-BE-BIG is our number. Talking about the great outdoors with Dan Moultrie, your chance to match Moultrie will happen in this segment, likely next segment, because we're probably going to run out of time here because we want to be sure we got all the information uh, that are updates uh, from the new uh, commissioner of the Alabama Department of Conservation and Natural Resources, Chris Blankenship. Chris, let me ask you a couple of a couple of things uh, before we before we move forward, and uh, and one of them is uh, someone's emailed out of um, uh, the northern part of Alabama, the Tennessee River. Lake Gunnersville has a, an Asian carp epidemic, uh, and I asked. Uh, uh, they wanted to know: Is uh, are you guys aware of it, and are you uh, actively <laughs> yes. studying this situation? Sure, we don't have an epidemic yet. We're going to try and keep it keep it that way. Okay, we are uh, working to keep uh, Asian carp. We do have a few a few in our in our state. We're trying to keep the ma- the vast majority out. Working with Senator Shelby. Shelby's office, they've been great to help provide some funding. We're trying to put some barrier systems in at the dams that uh, in the Tennessee River to keep those out of our state and then also to uh, eradicate uh, any, that, any that come through uh, that, that we can. Uh, and we're also working with the states of uh, Kentucky and Tennessee to try and help them eradicate and, uh, and uh, reduce the populations in their state to, to keep any from coming down our way. So yeah, we, we are very aware of it and working. Back, working we need to put them to. back into the pools in front of Asian restaurants only. <laughs> <laughs> Rick, Rick, your listeners need to know those are the flying carp that come to the sound of the motor and oh, actually really? will fly through the air and break people's jaws and stuff. You, you need to know about I that. I didn't realize that was. Oh, what, yeah, hmm. absolutely. Chris, they're and, attracted and, and, to the motors. Have y'all seen those videos? Y'all oh, haven't yeah. seen it's the unreal. videos? I have yeah. seen it, yeah. Chris, are, are, is there active netting to get those out of where the states where they're in, uh, in, in higher yeah, so been, supply? Yeah. yeah, they've incentivized uh, in Kentucky and then parts of Tennessee uh, to have commercial fishermen in Kentucky Lake and some of those mm-hmm. other places uh, catch those Asian carp with some nets and. You're trying to create a, a good market for that to, to get those wiped out and reduce the populations in those areas. And like I so said, we never want it to get that bad in Alabama, so we're putting those barrier systems in at the dams to try and keep them uh, out of our state. Okay. Wow. I, I Rick, hope that that's going to be be successful. We're trying to be very proactive. We don't want to end is. up like some of those yeah. other states up north. Look, Rick, Rick, look, look at that. Look good. Rick, 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 a lot of people wear <laughs> – Football, Rick. People wear football helmets because <laughs> it'll come in. They'll hit them and break their jaw. You got you. You got no, yeah, So, well, so why, if they come to the sound of motors, why don't we just put a bunch of motors out there and <laughs> chop them up? That's, you you have the commissioner on right now, Bubba. He can <laughs> I mean, I'm out. just an idea guy here. You know. <laughs> so we are being pro. To answer the the the, the emailer, yes, that we are being proactive to try to stop it. Second thing is the new baiting rule. We must clarify this because I've lived in Alabama my whole life. Mm-hmm. That is for white-tailed deer hunting and feral hogs. Only. Only. Yeah, it is not. It's yeah, it, right. it, it's not for turkeys. It's doves. not for doves. Not for, so, no, it's not so, for so, yeah. Yeah, thank you for clarifying that. That's right. It's just for those two species. If you're over a baited dove field, you're going to get a ticket. I promise. You. Oh, I thought you could always hunt over. Yeah. All right, let's talk about the the red snapper fishing, boy. If you're coming to our state and you want to catch some snapper, we're, we got to have. We've yeah, had some yeah, progress he, on that. Hey, Rick, yeah. give some background though. 
the reason I read Snapper is so good is because of Chris Blankenship. That's uh, what yeah, he did yeah. that program. That's, That's where, where I first was. met Chris. Yeah. He was hanging out down there on the golf. Yeah. So, so good news, Chris. Oh, it's been a great Red Snapper season. We have the best artificial reef program in the in the world. Really, we've gotten you know we got fifteen thousand reefs off of our coast, and for a state that has such a small coastline to have that many reefs, it's, it's incredible. Our Red Snapper season this year um, has been great. It's the second year that we've been able to manage. The states have been able to manage the fisheries off their coast, uh, and it, it has been very successful. You know, we've had the great fishing here for several years, but under the federal management, uh, the season was so short. So we worked hard uh, through Congress and uh, to be able to get uh, where the states can manage that fishery. And I tell you, I had I was blessed to be able to go a few times over the Fourth of July weekend with my mm, family. Yeah, and you can't. Ha- there ain't a much better time out there catching those red snapper. I snapples. love it. Coming home, filleting them up, and cooking them. Oh. Man, I, you talk about being uh, happy to be from the South and, and enjoy the life that we have here. There's nothing better than, than a big mess of red snapper and, uh, on a beautiful Fourth of uh, July weekend. I, I, never, I, took a, I, I took some friends fishing, and one of them was Canadian. I was out, it was on the Fourth of July. I'm out there fishing, and I said, uh, boy, doesn't this make you feel great to be an American? And then I looked around the boat, and I remembered I had her on the boat. She was in I said, I mean a North American. <laughs> that's good, Chris. I remember the first time, I remember the first time I ever went red snapper fishing and with those circle hooks. And what was so funny, the guy finally said, hey, we ain't bass fishing. He saw me. I, that's right, yeah. I, I kept sitting yeah, that hook. <laughs> you ain't got to jerk him out of the water. That's uh, so, and now let's talk about, of course, you know, uh, to, to show that the governor's one-shot turkey hunt would return, you brought the face back, Bill Bubba Bussy. <laughs> wow! Um, so tell us, tell, yeah. Yeah, tell us about the one-shot turkey hunt. It, it's back. So the the one the governor's one-shot turkey hunt is an opportunity for us to uh, do some economic recruitment to our state and to, to capitalize on the great natural resources that we have here. And I appreciate uh, Bubba being on the, the hunt committee and participating in all the, the years that we've had it we had the last time we did it was in 2015 so i'm very proud that governor ivy wanted to bring the the hunt back it's an opportunity for us to get ceos and business executives and um, economic recruiters into our state uh let them hunt a, hunt a turkey over a, over a couple of days but then also while they're here to be able to see our state to talk to them about our economic opportunities and uh, I think we've had great success in the past. That, and once you get people to our state, let them see what we have here about the quality of life, oh, yeah. uh, what what that means for uh, for employees, and it has really been a great tool to attract wonderful businesses to our state. And well, I was meet. I met with one of the CEOs of a company a few weeks ago that uh, has relocated here from New Jersey, and uh, they they started with a smaller operation. Once they got here, built their plant. The employees love it. The people that moved down here from New Jersey and the management team uh, decided that this is this is how they wanted to live their lives. They want so they're uh, really moving most of their operation here now out of the Northeast uh, to Alabama and expanding what they've done here because they want to be able to hunt and fish and uh, have areas that aren't you know just people on top one on top of another and you know just the way that we we live here in the South is the the lifestyle that that they have come to embrace and has really helped uh, grow that company and bring those people here to Alabama. And that's what the governor's one shot is designed to do is to bring other industries just like that to our state. Well, Chris, thanks for the the job you're already doing. Uh, Looking forward to working alongside you as we, uh, again, uh, tell the rest of the country, uh, sweet home Alabama is a wonderful place to come do business, enjoy the great outdoors. 
any information that we didn't cover that you'd like to find, all the links are there at rickandbubba.com under show notes. We'll match Moultrie and give away a feeder, a couple of feeders right after that. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba.